Head over to miniaturemarket.com where they have thousands of board games at discounted prices and you can sign up for product alerts. Hello my friends, it's the Game Boy Geek here. A couple years ago, I moved into a different place and the sole purpose of getting this place is that it had a basement that has a, a larger open area that I could use for studio, for game room. I kind of made it into a game cafe. Um, and there's not a lot of basements in Arizona because the soil here is so rocky and hard and such. So it's not common to find basements in Arizona. So I found the perfect place for me that basically I do all my living upstairs and downstairs is all gaming and work and you know running the channel and stuff. Uh, and a lot of people have been asking me, why don't you show this off on your channel? People need to see this cool room. So I thought it's been two years, uh, more than two years, two and a half now. Uh, I thought I would do that. So I'm going to give you sort of a tour. I'm just going to take you around a little camera and just show you a tour as if you were walking in my game room and I was showing you around, show you how I have it organized, show you what I did to the place. Uh, and I'm also going to you know, show you the hidden room, which was really fun to engineer. So let's take a look. All right, so let's go down to the basement. I put this sign up here recently. It has like a little game room sign. Some little lights right there. Now, as you start to come down the stairs, you kind of catch a glimpse of actually the sports bar that I put in down there. But as you start to come down the stairs, it's like just keeps growing and growing and growing to the point where you just go, Holy crap, at least I did the first time I got down here. <laughs> so here is a look at the main room. This room itself is about 750 square feet. Right now we just have two big tables here. There's all the games at the Game Cafe. We'll take a closer look at that later. And again, the sports bar. And we also have some other games here. We'll go through all this and then down here, there's a bathroom down here. Uh, I got this cool little Pac-Man sign that moves as you walk by it. And then I have the little Mario wall and then it's all dark in there, but I've got a bunch of studio stuff, green screens, lights and such like that. Um, but this is the main room. And again, I only got two tables set up here and here is a picture of what it looks like when I've got it set up for like a real game day, which I have about once a quarter uh, where I have about 50 people down here and it's still pretty comfortable. Uh, I've got, I basically bring up a bunch of four other tables. So we have six tables total, puts the game toppers on there. So it makes it feel like the ones that aren't like uh, full-fledged, uh, you know, separate game tables that they are with the game toppers. So we take a look. Now I've designed this in a way that uh, when you first come down here, the first thing that you'll do, or the, like the, the most open flow is to walk right to this one right here. Now this one here is like the old school video stores. I get them all categorized. This is Dan's favorites, by the way. There's me and uh, Splendor. This was a promo card that I asked them to send me the art to for, for Splendor. That's me as a noble. Got a little king piece and my last name's King, so that's kind of cool. So Dan's favorites. So basically I bring people to, because the, the first thing people ask about when I, you know, when I bring people over here, they're like, what are your favorite games? Well, here you go. But these probably aren't the ones I would start with you with. I'd probably start with you with these ones because this is the section I call starting point. These are sort of your gateway games uh, like that starting point. And I've got the big ticket to ride Europe up there. I've got a humongous 
uh, sort of Jenga type thing. I've got the, the meeples there. Then we go to the next thing, which is like party games, okay? So we've got a whole section of party games. So I'm starting from like, hey, everyone asks what my favorites are when they first get here. Starting point, party games. And you start at the starting point, go through party games, and you slowly work your way around the room to more involved games. So we have actually two sections of party games here. I've got another one right here. And I'm just going to kind of go a little bit slowly here so you can kind of like eye what's on the shelves. Maybe I'll do another video some other day, shelf at a time, to sort of talk about the different games that are on the shelf. There's Clask at the top. Here is a, a fat head that was stuck on a wall there. Uh, that's actually, up there behind there, is actually wallpaper. It might look like real brick, but I found one to match that brick. We will talk about that section of the game room in just a moment. So next we have family games. So I have also call it light strategy. So I actually have three sections. Now you might be wondering, hey, which bookshelves are these? Are these Ikea? Yes, they are. These are the Ikea Billy bookshelves. Now I know the Calyx shelves tends to be the most popular ones in the gaming world. I do not like those ones as much as these, and I'll tell you why. Those are not adjustable. These are fully adjustable, so I can have all of the games, different sizes, different shapes, uh, big ones. I can, I can change the shelves, the heights of them, which gives me a lot of flexibility. Because you might be saying, why in the world do you waste all this space? You can hold way more games if you just put them normally. Well, I've always wanted to have it like this. I've always wanted to feel like a store or like a game cafe. And I've actually had one, one uh, gentleman, he had brought his daughter to the party. He didn't know this was, she thought it was a store. She goes, Daddy, can we buy this one? And that's what I want it to feel like. I've always loved the art of the boxes. So I've always tried to keep them out. And so sure, I could probably put four times the amount of games here. As it stands now, there are still 500 games here, which is already way too many. In fact, I'd like to get down to less than one game per day. So I'd like to get down to minus to about 365. But... It's not just for me. This is really a gaming library that I let people borrow stuff. This is my two-player. There's my Pac-Man suit, my R2-D2 suit. Yes, I do wear those. You may have seen me in conventions with the Pac-Man suit. So again, we got specifically two-player games, which I love. Those are some of my favorites. Here we go here. Now the next section is a double section. You might notice this section. This is sort of the backdrop for my videos, thanks to the sponsors of some of the games that go up there from time to time. Uh, right now we've got, you know, uh, Bezier games and Gray Fox games and Arcane Wonders are sponsoring this. But these also double as deduction. Up here is also like the original patent for Monopoly, which is kind of cool. Someone gave that to me as a gift. Uh, so here I have deduction, which is my favorite. So we have a bunch of deductions mixed in at the top and at the bottoms of these. So like that. And as I come over here, we also have a deduction shelf. So I got that. And then, of course, there's the other ones we talked about and then some more deduction like that. And I've got the Great Clue Museum caper. And then we have social deduction. So these, of course, are the sort of party-ish games, but they're, they're more social deduction next to the deduction. Then I have cooperative games. So I have a whole section here of just cooperative games. The next section is card and dice games, these two little ones. Now again, this is the Billy Bookshelves. These are the black brown ones. And again, I just love that I can change them. Now you can notice that most of them from left to right, there's tumbling dice. I put some of the bigger boxes up on top that don't really fit uh, or I didn't want them to fit to take up so much room in the shelves. So next is the next step game. This is what I call medium strategy. 
And again, you'll notice that most of the shelves actually are set up exactly the same. Not all of them, like this one's a little different, but a lot of them I tried to keep as much possible of different sizes because there's, you know, there's normal size boxes from games to games. So, but some of them are, are definitely taller than others to, to, you know, allow me to fit things in. So I strongly prefer these in the Calyx. I don't like those ones as much. I just don't like having the set box that you can't change the size of. These ones have always worked well for me. And actually, while I was getting this together, was right in the middle of COVID. I moved here like August of 2020. And so after Next Step Games, we have strategy games, big mechs and minions. So I was doing this remodel or putting this, this room together during COVID. And as you can imagine, nothing was in stock. So I would literally be calling Ikea and I would call their 800 number and they would tell me what day and time they would have more of these in stock and I would just be sitting there waiting. And they would literally get like three of them in and I would just get three and I'd drive all the way home and I'd put them together. And then the next two weeks later, they'd get three more. Slowly built this up here, strategy games. And then we have new arrivals. <laughs> like these are the ones that have recently gotten the saxophone serenade. So when I review a game, you may know I play a saxophone and I keep it. If I do, it goes on this shelf. It replaces something on this shelf, and then that box has to find a spot to go, which means I have to get rid of something. But there's a lot of things that go into that decision as to the box size, as to what, is it strategy? Is it next step? Is it deduction? Is it two player? How much room do I have over there? What size box is it? Depends on what I'm gonna keep and what I'm going to get rid of. So that's one of the most asked questions I get is, what, did, what game did this get rid of? I won't know for about six months. Trying to see what's the newest one I've put up here. Probably Heat. This is a new review. This will probably stay on the shelf for about six months. It takes me about six months to cycle through these uh, and get them like that. Now, to give you another look here, so from this angle, you're like this. Now, again, these, this is the way I like to keep it open, but again, I do put four other tables in here when I'm having a big game day. Now, this section over here is, I love music, you know, I play the saxophone stuff. So this is de designed to have it as a stage for music night where I'll have uh, musicians here and then I take those, I actually have some tables, some bar tables and chairs that match those chairs at the bar. And I set up a little sort of semi-circle, make it more like an intimate lounge setting. These tables get pushed down all the way to the end of that hallway. I put a little curtain up so you can't see it. And I've actually used the downstairs for an amazing Mario Kart live event where you're racing the Mario Karts literally around different tracks that you make. This is the perfect room for that. There's lots of ins and outs going under tables, under uh, different doors, under different chairs, going around hallways, going in different hidden rooms. It's all super fun as well. We've also used this flex space as a dance club to set up for my birthday with a DJ spinning tunes, moved all the tables out, made it like a lounge. Uh, so let's take you to this side. This was not here. It was just completely empty. I had this built. Uh, I've always, I'm in huge in the sports. So I always wanted to be a sports bar. Plus also I can hook up the switch here. So if people bring their kids over while we're playing games, they can sit here and, and play the switch. Um, over here, when I was little, I used to always keep track of the sports pennants and the standings. This is the baseball one. So I still do this. They're not up to date, by the way. Uh, <laughs> World Series just ended. And I also use this as a dry erase when I have tournaments. We've also had baseball highlights, 2045 tournaments here. And so if we're having any type of fun tournaments or anything like that, We'll use this as a dry erase. I've got a fridge and a freezer here, which is always good to have drinks and water and stuff. This section down here are basically games that are part of the review queue. So I have hundreds of games in my review queue and I still only accept games 
they don't know uh, unsolicited. I still reach out or someone will ask me about something and I will vet it first before I allow them to send it. There's many here, some are new, some are older. This is only a fraction of what I have in my review queue. I've got plenty of more down in the, actually outside in the garage. And so yeah, so I like to hang out here. I like to have sports going on. Sometimes I'm sitting down here and then we have the pennants here. This is the football ones. Now here are all the cards or many of the cards that I've had on my Kickstarters over the years. So here are the different promo cards that you may have gotten in some of my season's Kickstarters. Thank you for supporting me if you have. So this is sort of just like a wall of fame of different cards that either my logo or my face have been in. We have one here. And I just updated this one here recently because I'm getting ready to send the new ones out for this year. We're building those packs tomorrow night. And then this also is the review queue. So it's just another one, but these tend to be the newer ones that have come in. Okay, yeah, so that is the review queue bookshelf. However, here is the coolest part of the tour. I'm gonna go like this to my phone. Hey Siri, open Sesame. Yes, my Apple shortcut opens the door and plays the James Bond theme. Let's take a look inside. Now, before we get in there, I want to show you that I've got all different ways. I just keyed that off of a, a voice, obviously, with Siri and stuff. I got hooked up and integrated. However, I do have this, and I like to set this up so that I can have this access to that door as like making a little escape room down here. So I actually have this remote that works with the thing that opens the door. I'll show you that in just a moment. But I can program any code in there. So I could have an escape room where you have to put in a code, you put the code in and this door opens. I also have these wise sensors and I can stick these to like one of the games. So maybe there's a clue that says something about bird watching. You would remove the game and it would trigger the sensor that would then open this. I've also done escape rooms down here like uh, I've made these here. Like this is questions uh, like clear it to speak. Number one. Uh, you know, birthday uh, party you'll never forget, number two. And you come down here and you say like, throat, and things like that. And so they finished this crossword little thing, and then in there it said, at this time I had Google running it, hey Google, open Sesame. So I can program any codes, any words to open this thing. I can use it with like escape rooms with this, or with codes, or with sensors. It gives me the flexibility just to be a, a geek and uh, use all different ways to be able to open this. So here we are. Uh, this was a yoga gym when I bought the house. I completely redid it so that it is a three-level theater. So it's right there in the cinema. We have the third stage area. I, I'm really bad with building stuff, but I actually built these platforms. I've got the rope lights. So those two seats actually come out. You've seen Greg and I in our top 100 use those seats out front. Um, this is a second row. This is a first row. Uh, it has a 118-inch screen. I've had this for years. I used to sell home theater equipment when I was in college in engineering. That's how I got through school. Uh, and so what I do is I use this room for, for when somebody is here, we're having a big game night and they want to learn a game. Most likely I have a video about it. And so I have them come in here in a viewing room and they can watch the rules. I'll teach them here. Uh, and this actually does close. Now let's show you this thing. This whole contraption, essentially it's really built for this. Um, it's really a contraption that's more like a small garage door. So if I look under here, it has a chain, uh, and it, it's connected to a motor. This motor obviously is operated by my voice right now, but it is 
goes to this arm. This is really normally made to hook up to barn doors. So people have barn doors in their houses that are really trendy right now, or they use them outside barn doors. This is used to really open barn doors, but I drilled it right into this Ikea cabinet uh, in there to get this thing to open. And then on the bottom here, it has a little wheel that kind of helps it roll and open. And it's actually floating. If you look really close, it's actually an inch off the ground, which would took a long time. But so there's, this is actually a barn door. So I have these barn door adapters that go on the barn door track. Then instead of going to barn doors, I hung an Ikea bookshelf. The people that made this system thought it was crazy. They weren't sure if it was gonna work. It did take some reworking and then getting the technology to link up. I basically have, uh, you can't really see, it's really dark down here, but I have some equipment down here, some, some, some uh, Wi-Fi garage door openers hooked into it, then use some shortcuts on my iPhone and stuff. Got a popcorn maker here. Got a, let's all go to the lobby. Now, all of the seats also have these cup holders that I put in. These are actually normally used for RVs. They can put their cup holder here, they go like this. And then down in the front, everyone's got them too. I've got some other ones here. Now back there is where I keep all the extra tables and chairs. So it's sort of a, you can't really tell, but it's, there's a, you know, there's a curtain and back there's a bunch of equipment. So this allows me to use this room for just what it is, but also have an annex room to hold all the tables and chairs that are used for this. Now also there's sometimes people watching movies down there. It's really loud in there. Or if they're watching that, we don't want to disturb everybody else. I did cut a notch into this door. So it fits right over that bar there. So it does kind of keep a lot of the sound in there. It doesn't mess with anybody that's out here. Okay, and the last touch is coming out of the basement. I've got this little game over sign as you go out the gate to make sure the dogs don't fall down. Another cool thing about the game room is it was featured recently last month in the Stroll Community Magazine that goes out to people in the area. And in here it talks about uh, the game room and what I use it for, breaking down barriers, growing relationships. I'll try to link the image of this uh, down below so you can read it. So I hope this was uh, interesting to you. If there's anything you want to know about the game room, go ahead and put them in the comments. Well, I hope you enjoyed that tour, checking out how I set up the game room, all the different shelving and the, you know, the different sections of the games, like an old school video store, the different flex space ways it can use the space with Mario Kart and dance clubs and music concerts and sports bars and theaters and you know uh, viewing room to learn the rules and the theater and all that sort of stuff in the hidden room. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope maybe it's given you some inspiration for your game room. If you've got a really cool one you want me to see, put it in the comments and I'll check it out. It's been the Game Boy Geek, breaking down barriers, growing relationships through board games by helping you on the next one you love. Game Toppers not only transforms your existing table to a high quality gaming solution, they now offer full leg kits and dining cover solutions for the full table application. Paired with their amazing thematic premium stitch edge mats from noted board game artists like Vincent Dutre, collapsible cup holders, and really cool accessories, it's a complete system that upgrades every game you play. Go to GameToppersLLC.com or click the link below to late pledge for their latest Game Topper 3.5 Kickstarter campaign.